Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter, May the 9th. Our reading this morning is a continuation of the journey of the Apostles St. Paul and his uh, fellow companion, uh, Barnabas. And um, this particular passage comes from Acts chapter 14, verses 19 through 28. Acts chapter 14, verses 19 through 28. And it begins by telling us that uh, in those days, some Jews from Antioch and Iconium arrived where Paul and his companions were, and they had won the people over. That is, they had convinced them to remain following the Mosaic law and uh, the law of the Old Testament, which obviously was in opposition to what Paul and Barnabas and the others had been proclaiming and uh, teaching and preaching. And these particular Jews who had come from Antioch and Iconium, they got together and they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the town and having and leaving him there for dead. So they, uh, they meant serious business, uh, the way to get rid of this new teaching, this teaching about Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, dead and risen. Uh, they decided on the final solution, which of course was that of death. Well, Paul's disciples, they quickly formed a circle around Paul, and before long he got up and went back into the town. The next day he left with Barnabas uh, for Derb, and uh, after they had proclaimed the good news in that town and made numerous disciples, they retraced their steps and went back to Iconium and then to Antioch. And they gave their disciples reassurance and encouragement and told them to persevere in the faith with this instruction. We must undergo many trials if we are to enter into the reign of God. And in each church, they installed elders and with prayer and fasting, commended them to the Lord in whom they had put their faith. We see in this particular instance, don't we, that the opposition of the world, the opposition even of those who claim to be speaking in the name of God, to remain faithful to the old tradition, the old teaching, and not opening their heart to what God was doing uh, through Paul and Barnabas and all of the apostles and the disciples that were growing in number in the early church, that even they can resort to those kind of tactics in order to suppress the Christian message. But Paul, near death, uh, is revived by the community. They form a circle around him. That is, we see the church, ecclesiae, 
Ecclesia is the Greek word meaning gathering, a, a, a collection of people coming together for a common purpose. And so the church gathers around to protect Paul and to help revive him and restore him to health through God's grace. And that's why we are in need of the church. You know, we, Paul left by himself, he would have died if not for God's intervention, working through that community of faith that gathered around Paul. They didn't abandon him. Yes, he had been stoned, obviously quite severely. He'd even been dragged out of the city and just leave him for dead, leave him by the wayside. That'll leave him out there. That'll give him an example to others who may want to follow this new teaching that this could happen to you or this will happen to you if you persist in this. But Paul is revived. And what does he do? He goes right back into the town. He's not going to be uh, frightened away. This is the courage, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the fortitude. And the next day, he retraces his steps and goes to other places and continues to preach. The stones of the world are powerless against the Holy Spirit, against the grace of faith and courage, against God's intervention in the face of such uh, attempts to silence the messenger and the message. They're one and the same. Silence Paul, silence the message, get rid of the disciples, scare off others, but such is not the case. And Paul returns, and he gives the disciples insurances and encourages them to persevere. Uh, we must undergo many trials if we are to enter into the reign of God. And that's such important words of encouragement, words of reassurance, words of perseverance for us because we may experience not stoning with bricks and all of that, although we have seen increased violence even in our own country against churches, against the synagogues and the temple, places of worship. We see that increasing uh, in the churches and certainly around the world. The persecution of Christians continues down in our own age. We think that the age of the martyrs is something that happened in the early church, back with Barnabas and Peter and the apostles and so on. It continues throughout history. Uh, the devil is very tenacious. As the letter of Peter tells us, uh, Satan is like a roving lion going about seeking someone to devour. Uh, Jesus won the ultimate victory, but the battle continues. The battle against good and evil. The battle against the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And so we can find ourselves in those kinds of spiritual battles. We may be ridiculed. 
We may be ostracized. We may be discriminated against uh, in all kinds of ways, subtle and not so subtle. Uh, we may be rejected. Those hurt. Those are verbal uh, stones. Uh, silence, stone silent. Uh, people who were once friends uh, abandon us. They don't form a circle around us. They don't come anywhere near us. We may be surrounded by circles, circles of accusation, cir circles of condemnation. We have to persevere because there are many trials we have to endure if we are to remain faithful to our baptismal call to live and preach. And notice Paul, Paul does not become angry or despondent. He doesn't ask God to destroy them. Uh, he doesn't ask for God's vengeance. He continues the work. And what happens? Many more, many more are raised up. Many disciples, new disciples, come into the church and they install elders with prayer and fasting. In our own world today, at this very moment, there are many people in other parts of the world who are suffering and dying for the faith, they and their families, their loved ones. Uh, we tend to, well, we don't even hear about that. We hear about all of the other things that flood the television and the news and all of that sort of stuff. But what we don't hear is that the persecution of the church continues. And each and every day we should set aside some time to remember those who have accepted in the most difficult of circumstances the gift of faith and through the Holy Spirit are witnessing and winning souls for Christ. They're not being deterred. We should not be deterred in our own lives and certainly not deterred from praying each day as part of our prayer petition that the Lord may strengthen his church, especially in those places where the evil one is most active and the church is most suffering. Because when the church suffers, it's Christ that they are persecuting. It's a rejection of Christ and of the gospel. And so in that part of the world that we touch today, as only we can, because God has called us for a particular work, a particular witness this day, each and every day, sometimes dramatic, sometimes very subtle and ordinary, but it is living each day in the ordinary as well as the extraordinary that Jesus Christ is the risen Lord and Savior. So let us not be discouraged. Let us not be worried or fearful of the slings and arrows of an angry world. For in the Holy Spirit, we will persevere and the message, Jesus Christ is not to be found among the dead, but the living. 
for he is the Lord and Savior of the whole world. May that be our message and the foundation of our life. Each day the Lord grants us. God bless you.